Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. everyone, and thank you once again for joining me for a half an hour of your pleasure. This is Ellen Nicholas Rathbone coming to you once again to discuss pleasure in its many infinite variations. Today I have a fantastic guest who is going to talk to us about the inner body and how the uterus in particular affects the pleasure of sexual relations. Before I actually uh, bring my guest on, I want to remind everyone that this show is coming to you from www.yourpleasure.com. Please visit our site at yourpleasure.com to find lotions, potions, notions, and ideas for having the best sensual and sexual relations that you can possibly imagine. Everything is there, and you can post questions, you can make comments, and you can even ask for specific products that maybe you don't see that we would be happy to find for you. So having said that, I just want you to know that as you understand, health is very, very important in the appreciation of all the goodness that life has to offer. People don't seem to realize that once you lose your health, uh, it's very, very difficult to get it back to balance. So it's better to actually um, practice preventive medicine and keep your body healthy through, you know, good nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, and, uh, and then also keeping calm meditation. So today I have a guest who has many wonderful insights on keeping the body healthy and keeping the uterus working properly because it definitely does affect our sexual aptitude, our appetite, and all the goodness that we can enjoy. So having said that, I would like to uh, welcome my new guest, Dr. Eve Agee, to my show today. Are you there, Dr. Eve? Yes, Ellen, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. 
It's absolutely a pleasure to have you. I am really um, honored and grateful that you have accepted my invitation once again, and uh, I can't wait to uh, hear all the wonderful things that you have to say to share with our listening audience. So, Dr. Eve, what is your specialty, and what has been your message for, say, the past 10, 15 years? Well, I, my specialty, I'm a, I'm a life coach and also a holistic healer, and I'm also a medical anthropologist. So okay. I combine a few different uh, areas, and I've done a lot of research on women's health and healing, and I've also gotten to train in holistic medicine, and I've, I've been very blessed to have gotten to train and uh, do research both with some of the top um, academic institutions in the U.S. and also with traditional healers throughout the world. So I combine that balance of holistic health and how to build it with the best of science. And I work a lot with, with women and with men as well in, in these various traditions to help people find that true balance that you spoke about so we can really live vibrant lives that yeah. we love. Right, and I think that is, I think that, um, I mean, I really do appreciate that. I think that um, it's better to live holistically rather than give the responsibility for your good health over to Big Pharma and have them try to mask your pain as opposed to uh, keeping your body healthy and balanced from the beginning. So can you give us a few suggestions of what you're speaking about when you talk about uterine health and how it affects our sexuality? Sure. Well, in my best-selling book, The Uterine Health Companion, I talk about, I reveal a lot of information about the uterus that is not really known in our society. You know, doctors tell, a lot of doctors, of course not all, but many doctors tell women all the time, oh, the uterus is only useful for reproduction. But actually in my book, I show that there's all sorts of research that has come out in the last 20 years that actually confirms what sort of ancient healing traditions, such as Chinese medicine and and other healing traditions from around the world have said that the uterus is actually a really important organ. And it actually provides women, it can provide women with more sexual pleasure. Women can actually have uterine orgasms. Hmm. And in addition to that, the uterus actually, when it's healthy, actually produces hormones, which most most of the time we don't hear about it, produces hormones that actually can protect the heart, that can lower high blood pressure, that can strengthen our immune system, and that can boost our emotional mood. So there's all sorts of ways if we look at like the, the chemicals and produces um, that actually boost those endorphins and the ways that it helps our sexual pleasure. There's all kinds of ways that the uterus can actually help us feel better and have more pleasure. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And I I have such confidence in the human body as being totally capable to self-heal. And I really believe that every part of our body has potential for rejuvenation and for helping the other parts out. I mean, I think we're all, it's an integrated system. And, you know, you, you're right. We've been taught that the uterus is for one function alone. But after having heard you speak, it just makes so much sense that it, it, it has to have more than one function. Nothing just has one function. Everything is interrelated. 
so that that's fantastic. So you're saying something about a, a uterine orgasm. Um, I'm kind of wondering if I ever had one of those. Can you specify the difference between, say, a uterine orgasm and, say, a clitoral orgasm, which most people or most women are familiar with? Sure. Uterine orgasms, and often if women are having uterine orgasms, often they may be blended with a clitoral orgasm as well. You know, Right. Okay. People may be experiencing both. But uterine orgasms, sci- even scientists describe them as deep and profound, very like deep waves of pleasure within the body. Because if you think about just where the uterus is located within within the body, kind of at the core of our center rather than right. where the clitoris is located, so it's very deep waves of pleasure. So if women have ever experienced that, and I'm sure there are probably women who are listening to the show who probably have, that actually, some, that really deep, those deep, very profound feelings, and often there are some really, you know, intense emotional feelings along right, with right. it. Right, like you, so, you almost weep. You weep when you have one of those. I mean, I know personally speaking, and it's almost caught me by surprise, but if I've ever had a super intense orgasm, there's been a few times, I mean, I've had plenty, but there's a few times where I actually found myself weeping. I found myself, I mean, it was so emotional. It was so, I don't know, intense that um, it was like my whole body was grateful for this release and for this this pleasure that I felt was divine on a very spiritual level. So uh, maybe I have. That's kind of neat to even hear you say that, though. No, I'm sure you have. I mean, that sounds like one, and, and even you know, probably you know, probably other times you've had the the blended experience. Oh know? yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh me, I'm 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 a regular with blended, so I I feel very blessed about my particular <laughs> sexual appreciation. I'm I'm one of the very few women that um, enjoys it in all of its spectrum. You know, from A to Z, all of it. Now, do you do you have any suggestions for? how women can increase their sexual pleasure and also how they can help keep their uterus in particular healthy so that uh, they can enjoy a lifetime of sexual pleasure? Sure. I will, I'm going to do that in two parts because the the first, um, I'll, t- I'll make suggestions about the first and then I'll talk about afterwards how you can keep your uterus healthy because those are um, those are both fairly big topics. So, right, right. Uh, but I know Thank we you. don't have a lot of time here. So, um, so you know, one way women can can really focus on starting to experience that pleasure within their uterus is to. I think there's there's two different ways that are great to approach this. One is to see if you can start just imagining shifting your relationship to your uterus. You know, a lot of people in our society are socialized from the very beginning that our periods and, you know, a lot of different uterine health processes, even pregnancy, even though it's looked on joyfully, often there's a lot of fear or birth is considered with a lot of fear. Menopause is often considered very negatively. And what's interesting in my in my research cross-culturally, what I found is that in a lot of non-Western societies, uterine processes are considered amazing and really connect women to our power. So menstruation, 
pregnancy, birth, menopause are actually all considered really wonderful processes. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of those societies, women don't have nearly as many symptoms or problems as we do, you know, whether right. it be PMS, cramps, um, whether it's issues around um, menopause symptoms. In a lot of those societies, women, you know, I think probably a lot of, there's a lot of different things, and I'll talk about this next on how to keep your uterus healthy, but a lot of the things in our modern lifestyles that are not actually very good for the uterus. So one is kind of shifting that attitude. If you've been raised to think of, you know, your period or menopause or something like that as a curse, and you've really just kind of, you know, had a negative attitude toward that area of your body, that will affect you being able to feel pleasure there. So the more you can start to really transform that relationship, and I give a lot of great ways to do this in my book, The Uterine Health Companion. So mm-hmm. really looking at transforming that relationship. Then the second is a great way to start really going inward. And, you know, what I suggest is for women, before you even, you know, are are with a partner sexually, trying this when you're by yourself, like doing some really deep breathing into your uterus, and I give lots of exercises in my book that that talk about different ways to sort of get in touch with your uterus. And one of the best ways to increase your sexual pleasure and to actually enhance a uterine orgasm is to just start breathing very deeply and just imagine you're sending your breath to your uterus and really focus on breathing and imagine that sensation of pleasure there. Start relating to the uterus as a source of pleasure rather right. than a source of pain if that's you know or shame or discomfort as many women have have experienced or been taught right. to relate to it as a source of pleasure and start breathing into that pleasure in your uterus you can either do this i i suggest if you're not pregnant breathing in through the mouth and out through the mouth during this exercise big long slow deep breaths or if you are pregnant you always want to breathe in and out through your nose and um, just breathing deep, long, and sending that energy down there. And I give a, an exact exercise for this in, in my book, The Uterine Health Companion. And, you know, maybe rub your hand on your belly above your uterus, just kind of starting to really focus and enhance. And imagine with every breath that that pleasure is amplifying, that it's increasing, that it feels really good. And do that exercise, you know, a few times or more. And then start doing that if you're, you know, either with yourself or with your partner. Then also, during sex, start focusing on the pleasure there. After you've been doing this exercise, just focus on the breathing first. Right. You know, that makes total sense to me. Any part of your body, first of all, the entire body is a gift, and you know, I think that people just sort of take that for granted that it's theirs. But if you have any kind of negative attitude about any part of your body, what happens eventually is there's a dis-ease, and a dis-ease could easily translate into disease. And I think that, you know, and you look at it, I know statistically a lot of women who have never had children, maybe because they put it off themselves or they, you know, they couldn't or whatever, they have this negative attitude about that part of their reproductive system. And a lot of them end up having uh, problems with their uterus. So I think that any part of your body, 
every part of your body, the parts that you can see and the parts that you cannot see. It is a really important um, practice to be appreciative for all of it. It doesn't have to be perfect as opposed to other people's parts and say, well, so-and-so has better than me. Forget about so-and-so and better. You have it. It's yours. Love it. Appreciate it. And I think if you send love and appreciation to your body, your body gets the message and it kind of says, okay, I'm in a good place. I, I can relax here. I can be I can be and do my function because it's not like I'm getting all these negative attitudes and thoughts coming at me. I think you're absolutely right. And you know, it's it's almost it's almost um simplistic. It's not really simplistic, but it's almost so easy to understand because as a man thinketh, so he is. So if you think that you're falling apart or if you think your body isn't doing what it's supposed to do or you think that it's not perfect, you're giving your body those messages of unappreciation or lack of appreciation, and then your body almost says, okay, if I got the name, I'm going to play the game. And uh, I think that the uterus is a, a part of the body that really does get a, a very bad um, attitude. You know, people are depending on it for one thing or another, and then if it doesn't, you know, snap to, then, um, you know, people start thinking there's something wrong with it and start messing with it. And um, I really think that, you know, your, your words are so, so important, and I hope people really hear what you're saying because it's a truth beyond what is out there. You know, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Thank you. So now keeping it healthy, um, the positive thoughts, any kind of particular nutrition or um, anything like that? Oh, definitely. And, you know, I have had um, many men write me and say that they've read my book and that it really helped them as well. So I do want to say with these tips, basically everything we're going to do to help keep the uterus healthy, um, yeah, I've had men say, my my wife started using your tips on nutrition and exercise and and I feel better than ever, and I've lost 15 pounds myself, so even though I don't have a uterus. So this can be great. And I also do have a chapter on um, what people can do if they've had a hysterectomy, because we have the highest rate of hysterectomy in the U.S. Hmm. We have the highest rate of hysterectomy in the world. And right. by age 60, one-third of all women will have a hysterectomy. Oh, my and God, are you kidding? Uh, one-third? No. <gasps> no, and a lot of people, a lot of women, you know, for some women it's, Obviously, 10% of those hysterectomies are because of cancer, and those are necessary. But even medical researchers have said that 90% of the hysterectomies in the U.S. are actually medically unnecessary. Right. But it's because we think of this, you know, a lot of a lot of um, doctors have been taught that it's it's an organ that doesn't matter except for childbirth that right. uh, and pregnancy that people could have taken out. But often if someone's had a hysterectomy, a lot of women have told me that they really have a more difficult time experiencing sexual pleasure so right. this is very important. I just want to say, if you've had a hysterectomy and you're listening to this, you can look at my book, and I have a whole chapter on things you can do to help. And so if you still have your uterus, one of the ways that you can keep it um, healthy is certainly through nutrition. I've got you know a five-step nutritional plan that Good. you want to eat mostly whole foods, like lots of fresh vegetables and uh, fresh vegetables, fruit, and 
if possible, non-GMO and organic, if possible. You know, and if and if I know organic can be very expensive, so you know, just wash them well. And if if, if that's not in your budget, just make sure you go ahead and eat a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, and right. multicolored, especially green leafy vegetables, and and all sorts of vegetables. You know, kale, collards, um, but also all different kinds of vegetables and fruit are, are really great for the uterus. And so you okay. want a diet that is mostly whole foods. And right. so if you're someone who's eating a lot of processed food right now, one of the things you can do is actually start decreasing, you know, just kind of making a balance, trying to, you know, maybe each week maybe try to add in one or two meals that are whole foods that are made mostly with with vegetables and, you know, if you eat animal products that or also, you know, whole grains, like adding that in and just slowly transitioning your diet. Because we know as far as libido is concerned, there's a lot of essential nutrients that you mainly get from, you know, vegetables and fruit that really help us have a stronger libido and experience more pleasure. So that's the first piece of the nutrition. Second Mm -hmm. piece is to eat breakfast every day. Eat a great, you know, eat a breakfast that has complex carbohydrate and protein That'll help balance your hormones for the day, and that's really helpful to the uterus and and lifelong uterine health. Next is to actually, as much as possible, if you're going to have animal products, use, you know, whether it's dairy or or if you eat meat, make sure that it is from animals that have not been treated with antibiotics or human growth or the growth hormone because the growth hormone and the antibiotics can have a real negative effect on the body and the um, the bovine growth hormone and the other hormones that are often added uh, to conventional agriculture in the U.S. and elsewhere can really affect the uterus. Those hormones actually can disrupt your hormonal system and can have a very negative effect. So you want to not expose yourself to those. Also try to um, reduce your sugars and tr- and unhealthy fats, and instead tr- get many more healthy fats. So healthy fats are like omega-3s, you know, olive oil, kind of the Mediterranean diet thing. You can also do chia seeds, hemp seeds, um, different things that are going to give you the, the really healthy fats. And just try little by little to lower the amount of refined sugar and refined oil in your diet because that will help you feel a whole lot better. And um, anytime, anytime we can do that, to be gentle with yourself and, and just do that gradually. And healthy fats are so essential for women. So many women are still, you know, on this low-fat thing, but you actually need, like, organic raw coconut oil is a fantastic fat for you. Extra virgin olive oil is a great fat for you. Flaxseed is a great fat for you. Avocados, walnuts, you know. So really focus on how you can get very healthy um fats in your life. And then for, for some people, it's great also to use supplements such as magnesium. Magnesium is a, a big um, mineral and actually to, to really consider taking a multi-mineral and probably a multivitamin for most people because those a lot of us aren't able to get everything we need from our nutrition. And so the more we can do with that and also either adding in probiotic or fermented food into your diet because that's going to help you strengthen the good bacteria in your gut, and that has such a huge impact on the uterus. So 
that's from a nutrition standpoint. Also, one of the main things you can do is to move regularly, to really, you know, bring a lot more movement into your life. You know, in cultures where women do not have uterine health issues nearly as much as us, generally those women are much more mobile. They're not sitting down at desks or in cars all day. So move a lot. Um, reduce your stress as much as possible. Enjoy yourself. And certainly experiencing more pleasure will help with that. Right. I think that um, people don't realize that sexual satisfaction, and that means taking time to actually enjoy the act of foreplay and communing with your loved one and spending time in a leisurely fashion, enjoying one of the greatest gifts of life is actually beneficial for your heart, your mind, your spirit, your body in total. And uh, I think that, you know, the uterus will respond to a healthy, loving relationship. So if you are uh, in a relationship that um, puts romance or the intimacy of the relationship on the back burner and just kind of, quote, gets it over with or, you know, done in five minutes or ten minutes or some silliness like that, uh, I think that uh, the body also responds to that too. We have to take time to to enjoy the body, to appreciate it, and to understand it so that we can be one with it and and not um, sort of like a mind looking at the body and and, uh, looking at it with critical eyes, but looking at it as one of the most beautiful possessions that that we have, you know? And um, it's really, you know, you've you've really um, said a lot of things that I think so many people are going to have some wonderful food for thought here to reconsider their relationship with their body and with their uterus in particular. Now, I want to, um, we have about six minutes left before our uh, time is over, so I want you to uh, please tell everyone where they can find you and uh, any information that you deem necessary, important, so that people can uh, access your service and your information, please. Oh, sure. Well, you can find me at www.eveag.com. Let me spell that for you. It's www.eveagee.com. So it's eveagee.com. And I actually have some free gifts for everyone. I um, have a free gift packet that has a wonderful guided meditation download and that people will really enjoy, and it helps a lot with stress reduction and and really transforming your beliefs about your body and any other limiting beliefs that you may have that might be holding you back in your life. And then there's also a free chapter of The Uterine Health Companion and another best-selling book that I've done. So to get that, you can either just go to the my website at www.eveag.com or you can go to www.eveag.com, E-V-E-A-G-E-E.com, forward slash free gifts, F-R-E-E-G-I-F-T-S. And um, I've also got some other, I've got free videos on a free video series for women um, on my website, and which also t- it talks about perimenopause and menopause and sexual pleasure for women over 40, as well as nutrition and stress reduction and you know, I think what you said about the body is so essential. The body is such a gift. And as young children, we really understand that. It's like you see young children, 
They love their bodies. It's like they're, you know, they just have such a great time in their bodies. The world's all, if you think about babies and toddlers and young children, they're moving and they're experiencing their bodies, and our bodies are such a blessing. But often because of the ways we've been conditioned by our society, and especially if someone's having a health issue of any kind, right. um, often it doesn't seem that way. So the more we can do to really learn how to have that gratitude and appreciation, and like you said, take the time to experience pleasure in our lives and in our bodies, it's going to be one of the healthiest things we can do in, in so many ways for yourself. You have said it, girlfriend. You have said it, and you've said it beautifully. Is there anything else that you would like to add in the last few minutes of this show uh, as an encouragement to our listening audience? Um, I have said it many, many times that uh, every breath you take is a gift and that life is a gift, and I think we are here for pleasure. And the uterus is part of the body, and it is one of the greatest gifts because from it, potentially, another life comes. So it's something to appreciate. And whether you choose to have children and not choose to have children, um, the entire body should be loved and should be appreciated. So is there anything that you'd like to add before our time is up? Because we have about two minutes left. You know, one thing I would like to add is just, you know, because I'm an anthropologist and I ended up studying this, all of this, because when I moved to West Africa when I was 19, I saw that people had such healthy relationships with their bodies. It was amazing. And one of the things when I was there, this was a long time ago, there were no women's magazines like we have. There was really no TV that showed unrealistic images of people. And there were very few mirrors. People didn't have big mirrors, you know. So people only saw real other people with real bodies. And mm. so one of the things I always recommend is to start to, instead of focusing, like you mentioned before, on how someone, you know, on how other people's bodies look, because most, actually, all of the images we see in print have all, every single one of them, has been um, airbrushed. They're not realistic peop- uh, images right. of people's bodies. Right. And they're not really real bodies. So the more we can do to start experiencing our bodies and really make our bodies our friends, because you've got your body for this entire life, and so the more you can do to make your body a friend and really appreciate it, uh, the easier life gets and the more fun you'll have. You have said it, and it is so true, and I... I hope that everyone takes this message, whether you're male or female, and takes it to heart. Uh, This has been a fantastic half an hour. I am so grateful and so happy that we were finally able to do this. So, everybody, that was Dr. Eve Agee. Thank you so, so much for being part of this show. I want to say blessings to all of my people out there. Take good care of yourselves, do your kegels, eat healthy, namaste. Bye for now.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.